0: Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you and my special guest, Sonia Graham. Sonia, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: All the way from Par, Maryland.
1: Yes, sir. All the way from Maryland. It's yeah. sunny today.
0: <laughs> well, it's raining here today, and I think I shared with you, I was born at Fort Belvoir, Virginia. Just
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think I shared with you, I used to live in San Antonio.
0: Yeah, there you go. So... <laughs> um, well, welcome to the show and thanks for coming to share. Uh, what? How, how long have you been in real estate sales?
1: I got my license in 2015. So, what, almost seven years?
0: Seven years. And before that, what, what did you do?
1: Oh, a plethora of things. I was a bartender on an army post, I was a paralegal, I was a 911 dispatcher, uh, I worked at a bank.
0: Well, I'm an Army veteran, so I know being a bartender on an Army post—that is tough duty.
1: <laughs> oh man, it was at first, but it was honestly a really, really fun time in my history. I really enjoyed—I uh, enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed um, hearing the soldiers' stories, and mm-hmm. and I really enjoy those memories.
0: Well, you know, some of our our best and most successful real estate agents are former teachers, nurses, and bartenders. Because uh, you have to have a really high EQ and, and be able to yeah. carry on a conversation with anybody, and that skill must have translated uh, to to your success here. Did Did you find that to be true?
1: I I think so. When I when I decided, I guess, to be a realtor, it wasn't really technically anything that was on my radar. But we were actually looking for a home in Maryland, and my husband at the time saw a advertisement for, you know, we're hiring and he was like, Hey, you're, you were a great bartender. You, you know, you've been great at every job that you do dealing with the public. You, you'd be great at real estate. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> it has helped. I mean, it, 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 being able to talk to people and read them, I mean, cause you do have to to learn in bartending. Um, and some of those other jobs you talked about, like kind of how to like see, be, you know, beneath the service and read cues mm-hmm. and, Um, So yeah, I guess I would agree that's a a fair statement.
0: Yeah. Now, what have you found to be some of the tools, some of the resources that you relied on as you started to build your success in this business? Was it a CRM? Was it a transaction system? What are some of the the tools that, that you have found to be most helpful?
1: um so i'm a little i'm cut from a different cloth like I, I i read all the books and i watched all the all the coaches and all the big time people and um everyone you know swear by this crm swear by i have an excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. and i have a calendar um i would say i mostly learn by watching other people's failures of what not to do and um and kind of took what i thought would work at from the traditional end and then just added what worked mm-hmm. for me um, and that happens to to be kind of old school and like I I have a spreadsheet for everybody I have everybody's birthday everybody's phone numbers I have my social media reminds me stuff mm-hmm. so um uh KV Core uh when we moved from our last brokerage here KV Core was a huge um different you know shift for for us as far as the CRM that we have and and, and I definitely do appreciate a lot of the thing I and mean, it has a lot of value. Um, but I'm not really married to any CRM.
0: Yeah, see what it. I like about what you said is it's not one size fits all. I, I think you shared with me one of your breakthroughs was when you you kind of learned what other people were and you were trying to do what they did. But once you became yourself, that's when you had your big breakthrough when you you learned the process, but then you, you made it your own.
1: Yeah, I, like that was like just a, a pivotal moment was like I, I see all these people you know, h- helping others think bigger. I've always been an inquisitive person. I've always you know thought further than just what I'm told. Um, and I was like, but the foundation of all of this, the thing that every because la- everyone's like, what's that secret sauce? What's that secret sauce? And the secret sauce is number one be yourself. but also learn the process. There is no fast pass from A to Z consistently without a solid process and foundation. And you can tweak things along the way. Like you can mm-hmm. add to take away. Maybe you have, you know, a ton of people doing the extra work you don't want to do for you. Maybe you have one person, but there is there is a legitimately solid process when it comes to real estating well. Mm-hmm. So learn that. Um, and then add your own stuff.
0: And then and then be yourself. Now mm-hmm. you also mentioned I think that that you know, when you're doing a lot of transactions uh, like you do, that transaction desk one of the tools that we have was something that you see very, very valuable. What, what do you see in transaction desk that, that helps you be uh, more efficient, more effective, and more successful?
1: Oh man, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a Dot Loop girl, and when we had a transition, I bought it. I even bought my own little Dot Dot Loop account. And transaction desk, um, my. I'm a very much a in learning the process, I'm a set and forget what I can in my process mm-hmm. And transaction desk has just allowed me to literally just set up my templates the way that I want it, pre-fill everything. So literally all I'm doing when I'm when I'm creating my transactions um, is plugging information that varies per my client right um, I love that it has the cascading effect to mm-hmm. where like one person can sign it, then I sign it, then the other person, like, so so it's not just like everybody signing it at at, at different times and it blocks, you know, one person's question will block another person's question. Um, Yeah. And it's just a really easy flow. Like I I really enjoy Transaction Desk.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Now, mental toughness. Has mental toughness always been, we're going to share a story here in a minute, but it's about mental toughness. Have you always been mentally tough? Is that something you've since childhood, learned um, how did how did you build your mental toughness into your uh, who you are?
1: Great question. Um, yeah, I have. I didn't even learn what mental toughness Toughness was until I became a realtor, and I didn't realize people weren't just born with it. Um, I my biological father was very abusive to me from the time that I was a baby till um, the last time when he he tried to kill me at two, and um, so that's kind of where all my mental toughness started. Mm-hmm. I I was able to survive multiple years as a, as an infant in in attacks that should have rightfully killed me and I'm uh, here I am 40 years old you know so um and then I have just had a couple of other really traumatic events happen throughout my life and I um I just kind of go into a mindset that a lot of people like I've learned don't have like I, I always look for the positive um I face you know like I tell people you know I get up in the morning and I look at all the stuff that's going to be wrong with the day. Like my, this, this transaction's terrible. This, this is something I don't like. I'm still, you know, 10 pounds overweight. Like all this, I get all that negativity out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, now what do we have to do? Um, I acknowledge, uh, I acknowledge the bad feelings. I don't run from them because they're there. Um, so I don't fight them. I acknowledge them. Um, and then I just keep it moving forward.
0: Now, one of the stories you shared with me about mental toughness is uh, you were in some situation where you were attacked and literally uh, almost died, and twenty minutes later you're in the police station uh, negotiating an offer with a with a client.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a true story. that That story has blown my mind to even be able to tell. I was um, brutally attacked and almost killed. Um, I was hit in the head 75 plus times, strangled with bare hands and a purse strap. Um, And I still had to negotiate a contract. I I didn't have like an assistant. I didn't have a big team. Um, And I had clients that were in Korea that really needed a home. And I had submitted the offer like the night before and the agent and the clients were like blowing up my phone. When are they going to answer? We need to talk about these terms. And I had to um, compose myself and literally there's a guy waiting to take my statement and take all the pictures of my injuries. And I was just like, just give me one second. I need to, I just need to, I'm so sorry. I just need to talk to this person. Um, And I was able to negotiate for um, my clients and and they ended up getting that house.
0: Wow. And and you know, as a, um, I'm sure that brings the emotions of that time back up, but but what's amazing about this story and what's so important for others to hear this story is as independently, you know, owned and operated uh, independent contractors, you know, you don't earn money if, if, if you don't produce, right? It's not like you have a paycheck coming in every week. And so when these things happen in our lives, whether it's this or other things, uh, so many of us shut down. And that's when we get ourselves, uh, you know, really in financial trouble where, where you had to go through something very tough and realize, hey, not only do I need to serve the client, I still need to feed the family. And then you went on about taking care of, uh, of obviously, your recovery and, and and injuries and those things. But uh, I, I can't imagine having to go through that.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. And, yeah, I mean, I that at the end of the day, like, I don't get it. I don't get it paycheck. I don't, I'm not married anymore. So, you know, I don't have my bills covered and I got to do what I got to do. And, you know, as much empathy as many people would have knowing that, you know, I was just, you know, brutally attacked. My client still needed a house and the sellers still needed to sell. Mm -hmm. And um, if I had to suck it up for 15 minutes to make that happen. And so I could take you know, so I could breathe for a day to mm-hmm. collect myself. And that's just kind of what I, I felt like I had to do.
0: Yeah. Now, you know, it it reminded me that you never know what someone's going through. You're, uh, um, uh, you know, someone might be a little testy with you or a little snippy, and that's not normally who they are. But, but you just really never know what's going on in their life behind the scenes, right?
1: Yeah, that was another big eye-opener for me is, um, so in... In having just, you know, a very trauma-filled life, um, there's lots of things that will trigger me. And triggers are things that I am not fully aware of. Um, and so they cause me to respond maybe a little bit shorter with someone, maybe with a little bit more less patience. Um, and I know I was not the nicest person to the agent on the other end. Um, and it's really hard to explain things like that, like having to bear your soul, your most personal mm-hmm. um you know, shame or or you know, you know, everyone says, oh, it's it's business, keep it professional. Like and, and sharing something terrible that happened in your personal life doesn't necessarily feel appropriate. Um and so that caused me to maybe not be as nice as patient. Um, and so later on in the deal when when I was more comfortable sharing what had happened, I, I said, hey, I'm not usually this person. This is what has been happening in my world. And, um, I'm sorry, this, this transaction hasn't been the, you know, the greatest. Um, and he was, you know, super kind and we, we moved past it, but now, now when somebody's having a bad day, when an agent is short with me, um, when maybe they're rude or they say something that I don't like, I stop and think like, maybe this is the worst day of their life, mm-hmm. but they have to keep moving to, to to make sure that tomorrow isn't just as bad or the next day isn't just, just as bad. You know, maybe they just got assaulted. Maybe they, you know, are getting a divorce. Maybe their dog died. Maybe, you know, like, I don't know what I don't know. Um, so I try to give all the agents I work with a little bit more grace, um, mm-hmm. especially when, when I feel like, oh, wow, there is an attitude. Um, and so having that empathy and, yeah. and just emotional awareness, I think is, is yeah. really key and has helped me in my business
0: not taking it personally you know it's more than likely something else in their life it's it's not you and so that's been one of your keys to success
1: yeah Yeah. um and and i and i hate that like i hate that saying like it's not personal um this is my business this is how i eat Mm -hmm. this is how i provide of course it's personal um and then having that that message light switch on in my head i go okay it, something personal is happening to them because Sony didn't do anything. I wasn't mean. My transaction coordinator wasn't sure. We didn't do anything. This yeah. person just needs a little more grace.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, you know, it's you just never know uh, what's going on in other people's lives. And, and I'm so glad you shared that story. Well, as we wrap up this episode, Um, You specialize, you know, tell them a little bit about the area that you're an expert in and how to get a hold of you for referrals coming into your area.
1: Oh, thank you for that. Yes, so I specialize in first-time homebuyers, mostly in the military uh, community. Uh, anyone PCSing to or from Maryland, I am your girl. Uh, my business partners are have some sort of military connection, whether prior service, uh, military spouse. So, like, we get military moves because we've lived the military life. Um, so give me a holler. I also specialize in um, training new agents to become awesome. So if you're looking to be a realtor, give me a call. We have a really great program at, at the brokerage. Uh, my phone number is 443-720-9491. And my email is Sonia, S-O-N-I-A, at g2gmilitarymoves.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn. All the only thing so- I don't have is an OnlyFans. So, anywhere else on social media, you can find me.
0: All the social channels. Well, there <laughs> we go. Well, Sonia, thanks so much for sharing uh, your story with us today. I'm so happy that uh, KV Core and Transaction Desk are becoming foundations of your success. They're great tools that we offer here at JPAR, and they're pretty amazing.
1: Thank you for having me. And I'm just so grateful that JPAR showed up in my world um, and I get to be a part of the JPAR family. It's really awesome.
0: Yep. And we're blessed as well. And that's a wrap for this episode of Success Superstars. Until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears.